Howdy yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs. I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And today we're going for the head. Or maybe circling back around. So let's end this. And maybe meet some old friends on the way. Because today we're bringing you Avengers Endgame. Okay, so Back to the Future 2 came out in 1987. <laughs> I don't Real think that's quick, right. But before, before we get into anything at all, even that detail, this is a completely spoiler full episode of the show. It should say so in the title, but I just want to let you know if you've made it this far thinking there will be some spoiler free review, there is not. Yeah, yeah, no. Everything in this everything, is spoilers. Yep. Uh, and, and also, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Uh, yes. This is, last time we recorded in the morning, we were like, oh, this is the earliest we ever recorded. It's currently 7 a.m. 7 a.m. This is the earliest we've ever recorded. Uh, <laughs> Avengers Endgame was released on April 26, 2019, just one day ago. This is the closest to a release we've ever come. Uh, it came, or I'm sorry, it was on a $350 million budget. It made $305 million worldwide this weekend, which destroyed the record. Uh, and it's only Saturday. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was just, that was Friday. That was opening day. <laughs> that was previews in Friday. Well, and to be fair, I don't think The Force Awakens was in China and Australia uh, on, on Thursday and Friday. No. I think it, so this had some stuff going for it. Um, anyway, it's, so far it's got a 96% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 92% audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 77 on Metacritic. All extremely high praise numbers. Ethan, do you have a professional negative review? I do, actually. This one surprised me, to tell you the truth. This comes from Anthony Lane at The New Yorker. I was surprised he didn't like it. I saw that, I read Richard Brody's review. He hated it. Yeah. Um... But uh, Anthony Lane, what do you got for me? Anthony Lane says, and I think I think he's only got one complaint here. He says, you can easily duck out during the middle hour or so. Do some shopping and slip back into your seat for the climax. You won't have missed a thing. I mean, is he wrong, though? It depends. <laughs> depends well, on who yeah, you are. Depends, depends on who you are. And I'll tell you this. My positive review, this is the top review right now on Rotten Tomatoes, which I'm surprised by because, to me, it doesn't seem top review worthy. But Dana Stevens over at Slate, uh, she says, Endgame consists almost entirely of the downtime scenes that were always secretly everyone's favorite parts of these movies anyway. So she has basically the same comment as Anthony Lane, but she liked it. Yeah, I would say that's absolutely true as well. Yeah. Oh, this was the best fan service ever yeah absolutely there's there's normally when movies are like i don't even know how to how to parse that one because normally when movies are this like we're gonna give you exactly what you want we're gonna put all your favorite characters in it they're gonna have ridiculous interactions that probably shouldn't happen like if if any other franchise tried to make this movie it would be terrible oh yeah because like listen i'll go ahead and say it. time travel was a weird flex i mean there was no other way for sure for sure but like and, and we could have theorized other ways that it could have happened, but, like, the other ways are like, oh, they met uh, being greater than Thanos, 
and he fixed it for them. Right. Or literally, it was just Infinity War 2, and they were like, oh, we got the gauntlet now, and we're gonna do the magic finger snap, because that makes more thing more sense than time travel, totally. Right. I did think, I thought there was a small chance that, and I never even voiced this, but when the movie started, I was like, this is what's gonna happen. Ah, uh, of course, I, I went back to my time travel theory pretty quick. I thought maybe after Thanos snapped the gauntlet, when he used it again, instead of destroying them, he just put them back where they went, and then the rest of the movie would be about them going and getting them. What kind of was? What kind of was? Yeah, yeah but. <laughs> Uh, but not exactly. I'll like tell that. you, man, that was whew, that was shocking. Because it, it was what ten minutes, maybe. And Thanos's head and falls Thanos's off. Thanos's head comes off. I literally and they, like show it on the screen, like yeah, yeah. He just Thor up slices chop. the head off. Yeah, I would. Yeah, because we were we did the the preview episode, the recap episode, and you just said like I, you know I think first half hour or whatever first first hour Thanos is dead, and I looked at you and I was like I should have bet the under. Yeah, yeah. Thanos died. Uh, I absolutely when I was saying that I did not think there would be another Thanos conflict. <laughs> They, yeah, that it would, they would, there would be a new Thanos, a second Thanos. Right. I will say, uh, oh, binary review. Oh, Brought yeah, to you duh. by none other than Carlin Brothers Coffee. Do you need to see this movie? Do you need to stay awake for three hours? The movie's not going to ha- have any problem helping you stay awake for three hours. It's ultra engaging, but if you go into it and you're super tired, you might want to try some Carlin Brothers Coffee before you go. Carlin Brothers Coffee has exactly the kick you need to get through a three-hour film. Maybe you're not just watching this one, but you're back-to-back all 59 hours of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Cool. I can't recommend enough Carlin Brothers Coffee. That is so long. That is so long. That is forever. Uh, but anyway, with Carlin Brothers Coffee, you can go to carlinbrotherscoffee.com and use promo code BACON or EGGS at checkout. That's just bacon or just eggs at checkout for 10% off your entire order. CarlinBrothersCoffee.com, promo code BACON, promo code EGGS at checkout. 10% off your entire order. Thank you so much to Carlin Brothers Coffee for supporting the show. Binary review on Avengers Endgame. Uh, it's a zero. You don't need really. No, it's a one. It's a one. In fact, I would go so far as to say, and listen, I understand the binary review can't be broken. It has to be zero or one. It's not a it two. Is, it's a one. It is not a you two. Can't. It is it is two ones. That doesn't even make... You don't need just... You don't just need to see it. You need to see it more than once. Probably, yeah. I guess. I mean, I have. I'm jealous. Yeah, I'm very. I've jealous. seen it twice, and I'll tell you. Um, I definitely, after seeing it the second time, I definitely agree with Data Slade. Um, because it, that that like all the parts that I cared about were the were the the interesting little like sort of middly bits, and when it came to like a second time watching like a 45 minute battle, I was like. I mean, this is sweet, but, like, I've seen this. That That's interesting to me, because when I think about the film, there is, in the three-hour movie, there is one moment that stands out to me over... Well, there's two moments that stand out to me over and over again. Oh, yeah, yeah. As, like, I'm sobbing at the most badass thing I've ever seen. No, for sure, but there's there's a lot more of that battle than just the one minute. The, the less than 30 seconds the Cap has Mjolnir in his hand. And when Tony says, I am Iron Man. Yeah. There's there's less than thirty seconds <laughs> when from when Cap picks up the hammer to when he gets absolutely annihilated. Yeah, but he he makes a pretty good attack. Oh, for sure. I'm just saying like that that is that is one of the best parts of the movie, and it it, it literally is. Uh, I don't know how to do that math in my head right now. Like point oh 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 one percent. It's a long movie. It is. It is every bit of three hours. I'll tell you that much. Like there were a lot of people that were like, ah, oh, no, it didn't didn't feel like three. I felt like felt like five minutes. It's like I'm I'm not complaining about the fact that it was a three hour movie. It needed to be. They needed yeah. to put all that stuff in there. But it was yeah. definitely a three hour movie. Did you have? I have one 
pacing moment that that threw me. Go for just it. Just one, because I can't one think scene of one off that I felt like one scene that I was like, okay, I got it, let's go. Uh, and that was, I mean, it's a small thing, minor complaint. But when Ant Man was like, "Do you want a picture with me? I'm Ant Man." Oh god, you my skin hurts. Yeah, I mean that scene went on for an entire hour of the movie, which I thought was a weird flex by the Russos. Yeah, but like it was necessary. <laughs> that was so. I hate scenes like that where it's like, oh, everything's embarrassing and awkward, and we're gonna make you feel awkward about it. Yeah, like and it just kept going. That was yeah. It was that was not necessary. There was I think there was one. I don't know if I call it a pacing. But I, I guess we're let, let's just knock a couple like because I have very small minor grievances with the movie. Yeah, I generally let me let me before we get into review let me make one thing clear this is my favorite movie period bold claim like i cannot think of a movie that has made me feel this much and on such a wide range of emotion and dealt with characters that i loved so much the only thing that i think comes close is the force awakens and this i think is better than that maybe maybe not on like an objective scorecard standard that richard brody would grade because he's that kind of guy but uh i'm not richard brody uh, yeah i mean we're not worried about scorecards here like Right, I'm a fan. Yeah, this just doesn't need to fit the normal rubric. This is not right. a movie for everyone. Yeah. No, I mean, this isn't... Eighth Grade was just released in the UK, which if you're in the UK, please go see it. It's amazing. Uh, but th- like, and that's probably on a scorecard better than this. But I like this better. There's a lot of movies. A lot of movies that I like that are uh, that would score better objectively but that's not that's yeah. not important that's not what this is about right now uh, it's not at all what it's about right we're not we're not sitting here we're not gonna come on the show to split hairs and be like well is this better than than the fountain right did you like the fountain uh, not really no i didn't either yeah it's one of those uh, movies that everybody's like oh if you're like a film person you have to like this movie and that's always tough for me because it's like i i remember watching the fountain in a uh film class and almost everyone in the class was like nah yeah this ain't it it's not it chief but you know what is it chief is this movie avengers and freaking avengers endgame oh my god um but yeah on, on the subject of pacing and this isn't really a pacing problem it's just one like awkward cut that didn't make sense to me it felt like there was something missing that like i don't know if they just they sh- like shot a scene and the mic wasn't plugged in and they got to the editing and we're like oh we can't use that crap but it's it's when um it's when hawkeye and natasha are on vormir they first get there and talk to the red skull and he's like like, you know, you have to make the ultimate sacrifice an everlasting swap or whatever he says. And then there's just this awkward, like, hard cut and Natasha's sitting down and Clint's like, so how you doing? Yeah, yeah. And it didn't, like, to me, I wasn't like, oh, they've been there for a long time. I was like, oh, there's a shot missing here. Yeah, that was straight up just like, <laughs> there was something there. Or or they were supposed to come back to this. Yeah, yeah. They were supposed you know to put saying? something in between it. Like, where they were right. cut, cut somewhere else and come back. I don't know. Again, not a major thing, but it's like, I've seen it twice now, and both times that, like, jarred me out of it, and I was like, eh, what? That was a weird thing to do. Weird choice. Yeah, because, yeah, it does seem like they, they should have gone to, like, Thor's story for a minute and then come back and been like, oh, man, what are they going to do here? Um, right. We got a lot of questions to my DMs. Uh, for this episode, I only took DMs for questions, and they went to my Instagram and the Bacon and Eggs Twitter and and my Twitter, and I imagine your Twitter and Instagram. I have no uh, idea, to tell you the truth. No. Let's, uh, let's find out. <laughs> um, but we did get a lot of questions asking about who we thought was going to sacrifice themselves. I knew immediately when they went to Vormir, I was like, mm, they're not both making out of this. And well, yeah, I knew no immediately it was Natasha. And there was a lot of, and, and there are, there are, I guess, continuity errors, things that don't make, not continuity errors, but like things that don't make, like, okay, 
like, really, Gamora would have said, not Gamora, Nebula would have said something. Yeah, Nebula would have been like, oh, yeah, you're not going to both Like, she's a very practical, straightforward person. And when she was like, oh, yeah, no, so you're going to have to go to Vormir and get the stone, which means one of you is going to have to kill the other one. Right. But I don't even think Nebula knew that they were in love. So, like, I don't, and they weren't in love, per se, not the way, I guess... Pretty similar to the way Thanos and Gamora would have been. Um, it wasn't like a romantic thing. No, but they're also not fam. I mean, it, there's there's a lo- there's a lot to be said for that scene. Yeah, I mean, it says a lot for platonic yeah. friendship and the values of it. And uh, and maybe this was just me watching the movie, but it opened on Hawkeye's like fatherhood story, and then we got Tony's fatherhood story, and I was like, okay, they're not gonna get rid of a paternal character when I know who's gonna die at the end. Right. <laughs> like they're not gonna get rid of all of the dads. <laughs> Yeah, no, they couldn't do that. Huh. It was yeah, it was always going to be Tony. Yeah. Oh, once the, once we got going and Captain Marvel saved Tony, I was like, why on earth would she do that if we're not going to kill Tony soon? Right. Like, how does she even know who this is? Yeah, that he's just drifting out there in space. Right. A thousand light years from the nearest 7-Eleven. Right. Uh, I will say, I didn't like that the, the, the Captain Marvel introduction was taken out. Huh? The, the post credit scene where they introduced Captain Marvel. Yeah. What movie was that? What did we just see? Captain Marvel. Yeah. That that post credit scene wasn't literally just in the movie. Why would it be in the movie? I don't know. The Avengers trailer was the post credit scene for Captain America. Okay. Yeah. And that wasn't in the movie. Well, all those scenes were. Uh, you know, I think they've gotten a little bit better at this since then. Well, I agree. And I, you know, I don't know. That's just a small complaint for me. It's what I would have wanted. I still love it. I was, I was there. I was like, okay. Because cause when she first showed up on the screen, I was like, so she's already there. Okay. All right. I guess we're rolling with that. Okay. I, I just, I, 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 don't, I don't, I honest to God, don't see where you're coming from here. I think that would have been super weird. Really? If that scene was in the movie, yeah. I would have, I thought that post credit scene was like, you're getting to see 15 seconds of Endgame. And I was like, oh. No, but that would no. be, why would they waste 15 seconds? They've already played. This movie is for people that have already seen these movies. Yeah. Like, if if Captain Captain Marvel comes up on screen and you don't know who Captain Marvel is, that is your fault, bucko. There's a whole movie. Um, I did see, I got one or two questions. People wanted to know, do we think Captain Marvel was underutilized? Because, you know, Infinity War came out and we got that post credit scene. And then Captain Marvel came out and she's like the Thanos killer. And then in this movie, she shows up and like, I mean, she does. She's she's got Thor's entrance in this movie from Infinity War. Yeah. In terms of the mirrored effect where she just comes up and wrecks. Sure. She shows up. She destroys stuff. She fights Thanos. She loses. Did you think that she was going to put the gauntlet on? Did you think that... What did you think was going to happen there? Or were you like, oh, this is exactly what I would have done? Once... I mean, I I think that she would probably be the only other candidate for who could put the gauntlet on and survive. Other than uh, Hulk? Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. Agree. But she's also, she's the ringer. I mean, she's not Earth's defender. Right, Tony Stark is. Her jo- yeah, her job is to show up when things have gotten out of hand. I mean, Captain America says in Infinity War, Earth just lost its greatest defender, and he's not talking about Doctor Strange or Spider-Man. Right, for sure, for sure. Yeah, there's lots of planets in this galaxy, and most of them didn't have you. Which I thought that was a great line. I thought there was a real chance for Snark there, but instead she was like, I'm really working hard at this hero I, thing. I love her whole thing. Do you? I just, I just continue to like, because straight up, we were we were in the theater seeing this. I mean, you remember this, but I'm telling the listener. I'm letting them pull them behind the curtain. Uh, we were yeah. in the theater Thursday evening seeing this, PM. and there's people like in front and behind us talking smack on Captain Marvel. Oh, they were like red flag Marvel fans. Yeah. They were, I, honestly, I was surprised they were in our age group. And like the group behind us did not look, of course, this is me making a, a, a flash judgment, but they did not look like the type of people who wouldn't like Captain Marvel. Right. It's like, I don't know. 
I just like I thought I thought it was a certain demographic, and they were not that right, demographic. right for sure. Which and that just that told me a lot. That was sort of like an eye opening moment of like, okay, there are real people, like real Marvel fans Marvel fans like, that don't like this movie just for no reason. I just because I've I've heard the complaints about Captain Marvel. I can see where some people are coming from with it, unless of course they're like, I don't like it because she's a woman. Then like, okay, but at well, the end of the day, that's why those people don't like it. Oh, I I know. I like, I am with you. They're not going to come out and say it, right? But like, because like, I, they don't even know that's why they don't. They, like yeah, it. they they don't know. It's just everything that is everything that is wrong with it is like justified for them because it doesn't. It's not a superhero that looks like them for the first time right. ever, right? Um, but Captain Marvel's sweet. Yeah, no, when she yeah when she shows back up and she's just like, "What's up, Peter Parker? You got something for me?" I was like, "You're oh just my God. so." And cool. then there's the scene of all the women of Marvel. Yeah, and you just like. Tears falling down your face. And I've they seen... just they just kept piling them on two at a time. I'm like, man, there's really a lot of strong female characters in this. Right. It's yeah. almost as if uh. they've been slowly teaching me that, like, you know, women are an important part of my life and they are just as strong as I am for the last 11 years without really beating me over the head about it. Yeah, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was rad. And then I've, I've seen comments where people have said that like i don't really understand why it was just all the women there and like i see where you're coming from right like why wouldn't everyone just protect peter parker in that moment right <laughs> but i get like, that if we have the opportunity for this scene let's take it and and i'm with it yeah fun- i'm 100 fundamentally at the end of the day this is a superhero movie <laughs> right none of it's true Right, none of it's real. <laughs> like it doesn't have to obey the laws of like what was what would normally happen. Clearly, again, because like I said, there's there's it's a movie. There's always going to be things that like you can only explain by saying, well, like yeah, it's a movie. You got to keep it going. Right. Like Gamora couldn't just be like I keep saying Gamora. Gamora is such a better name for Nebula than Nebula. Do you think? Quick question on Nebula. I know you have a point to make, and I'll let you do that. Is there Nebula redemption here? I guess. I I like the character more after this. I really do. I I just feel like whatever. I don't know. I feel like to this point there has not been a decision made about how Nebula is going to play her character. Like, is she going to be like this? sort of machine thing or is she going to be this sort of person thing and and here seeing nebula interact with tony stark where they're both the like cyborg right right tony is like the human cyborg right and nebula is like the machine cyborg yeah that first scene of they're playing paper football and she wins and she well he lets her win right Uh. but um to me, that was just such a moment of like, okay, I get it now. I get like, I see what they were going for. Obviously, it didn't work in other films, but I think it makes sense here. And I know Nebula's going to have to be a big part of this movie. So I'm with it. She definitely was, but she definitely wasn't a big part in the way I thought she would be. Right. I did like that it was about the survivors. Like, you know, T'Challa has like one line in the whole film. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, he just shows I, up. And that's that's my real thing behind it is like, I am shocked. At the end of the day, I'm shocked shocked we only lost tony but we lost cat too yeah but like he chose to whatever i the fact that there wasn't more like i guess we also lost natasha that's three people never mind i was just gonna say yeah, I'm, we lost I'm su- half i'm surprised that there Avengers. wasn't more uh original og avenger casualty but um yeah i mean we thanos them out yeah yeah just because like it was it was clearly about the survive i i just figured it was gonna be like sort of a one-to-one like the og avengers have to give up their places for the new avengers to and we we got a lot of that but like i don't think we're gonna get away from thor no people were like i've seen a few comments where people are, i don't know how i feel about as guardians of the galaxy and i was like honestly i don't love james gunn right now because of guardians too and honestly i see where you're coming from but i think if anybody can work with taika waititi's thor yeah it's james gunn i think that 
Excuse me. I think that Thor. Here, here's my thing about it, and and this is especially based on post sort of post Guardians two. Not that Guardians one was by any means a bad film, but I think that adding Thor to a Guardians of the Galaxy movie can only help Guardians of the Galaxy, and adding them to a Thor movie would only hurt it. Yeah, I would agree with that. So I'd be cool if we got like you know maybe another like. You could even leave him, you could honestly leave him as Fat Thor in a Guardians movie, and then after that, we get another YTT Thor movie. Where he goes off and is like, well, I appreciate yeah, you, you letting get, you me literally get, this adventure. You literally get another, like, oh no, Thor's in a cage again, Jesus Christ. Right. I bet you're wondering what happened this time. Well, let me tell you, I was off with my friend Peter and Tree. Right, right, and Tree. I do think it would be interesting if <coughs> the news comes out that, like, James Gunn and Taika Waititi are directing the next Guardians movie. I'm here for it. That'd be absolutely bonkers. I'm, I'm so here for absolutely it. Absolutely bonkers. Like, Drax and Korg together would make me so happy. You could make, like, a buddy cop TV show called Drax and Korg. Yeah. Would that be, I think that would be that would great. Be yeah. Hey, man. Why are you calling me mad? I am not a man. I am Drax. The Destroyer. <laughs> Um, but anyway, yeah. So, so you can you the can point write, you wanted to make on Nebula, right? Let's get back to that. Yeah, you can you can make, you can write a lot of stuff off in this movie as and, th- and again, this is where Doctor Strange comes in. But it's like some stuff's gonna have to happen because the movie like Nebula would have warned them that they're gonna have to sacrifice somebody. They would not have gone into that blind. She also would have said something to everybody about like, oh hey, by the way, if we go back to 2014, uh, we're gonna run into us. Like, right? We're, I'm I I'm out there hunting planet. Infinity Stones with my daddy on Morak. Yeah, in 20. 20- 14. Yeah, in 2014. And I love, like, th- this is, this is the best Back to the Future movie ever made. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was, the way they went back and, like, reshot all those scenes, it was Right, perfect. it was so good, it was so cool to, like, especially, especially the scene on Morag where you get, I guess it's just, it, was it just the regular, was it the same shots, or, like, how much did they, see- did they reshoot everything, do you think, or did they pull from the original footage, or what? I think... Both. Both, yeah. Because there's shots where Quill's singing without the uh, Come and Get Your Love playing. Huh? On Morag, there's shots where, like, Quill is singing along to Come and Get Your Love. Yeah, no, I know they redid that shot, but... Okay. What other shots on Morag are you questioning? No, no, I'm, I'm just saying, like, for, for all of it, like, for everybody's timeline, it's like, did... I'm just wondering which scenes were original and which scenes were were new. I, I'm sure there was a little bit of yeah. Both. Um, because like I love the scene with with Quill on Morag where you know it switches and the mo- the to to Rhodey's perspective and the the music cuts and it's just Peter like in a circle like come and get your love <laughs> <laughs> and Rhodey's just like so, so he's an good. idiot right he gets knocked out immediately. <laughs> I thought there was a weird moment for me. Uh, I just, I'm jumping around here. Go for it, yeah. Sam Wilson is on the comm. Yeah. Black Panther walks through the portal. Yeah. Mask on. Yep. Was there a moment? No. I had a moment. What what was your moment? What do you mean? That Sam Wilson is in the Black Panther costume. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Didn't have that moment. And I was like, what a weird flex. I mean, I thought if he put on, like, the Golden Cougar or whatever, whatever war game, not war game. Warmonger. Or Killmonger. Killmonger. (laughs) Whatever he ended up as, the, the, the... you know, shiny links gold. or whatever he is. Right. Uh, <laughs> Just the gold pen. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would have been, you know, probably, he probably would have been better off. Sam Wilson, uh, I think is a straight, like, I've thought this ever since you informed me that he was the new Captain America in the comics. Sam Wilson has always struck me as just an incredibly killable person. Yeah, yeah. Just I, like, I thought if Thanos was going to punch someone in the face and they die right there, yeah, average, Sam Wilson. average human Sam Wilson. Right. Like, could have been Sam, could have been Bucky. Bucky made it out alive. I knew that was going to happen, but I bet they changed the title of the Bucky and Sam TV show. To what? Captain America and the Winter Soldier. 
What was it gonna be? Like Bucky and Falcon or something? Yeah. We'll see. And they're gonna they're gonna have to put some work in. There's some real honest to God nose to the grindstone work. It better be good as heck for them to convince me that Bucky Barnes, James Buchanan Barnes, deserves a television show. I, I'll be honest with you, Ethan. This might just be a you thing. I hate that guy <laughs> so much. I, I swear to God, much to I do. I swear to one. God. First episode, first episode. Sam Wilson's gonna get killed, and it's gonna be like, actually, this is Bucky and Nebula. And I'm just going to throw my TV out the window. <laughs> I don't think so. I think Sam Wilson's going to be Captain America for a while. I'm just saying, Sam Wilson seems like an, an incredibly killable person to only have a shield as his only weapon. Right. That that to me does seem a little bit weird. It's like, okay, like I'm with you. But like Captain America, Steve Rogers is a superhuman. Super <laughs> like he, he went toe to toe with a Titan. Serum. Yeah. Right. He wields Mjolnir. <laughs> Although I truly think, and this would have probably been too cheesy, too fanservice-y, I truly think that at that moment, at the end of that movie, any of them could have wielded Mjolnir. Yeah. If it, if they started like throwing it around, yeah, like if it if it had been passed to Tony, I would not have been like, yeah, it doesn't work. I would, I th- yeah, but I think just Cap doing it. Is That's what I'm saying. It would have been too much, it, yeah. but it's like I think that any of them deserved it in that moment. If if all if all you have to do is be worthy, I think all of them have proved that. Hey, we're probably worthy. Right now, here's here's my question. This is a big one I have. I see a lot of critic reviews talking about how like. There are plot holes. It doesn't work. That's not how time travel works. You can't just say it's not like other movies and then move forward. <laughs> first you of did all, not adequately all, explain this. That's how time. Th- no, they didn't adequately explain it. Um, I, I will agree with that. They did not adequately explain it, and it does. It makes about as much sense as any other time travel. But like, you can't just say that's not how time travel works because time travel. Hold on, wait for it. Time travel isn't real. Right. Right. <laughs> like as far as. We've advanced things. Time travel isn't real. Like, as much as Um, I don't love to defend a plot hole, I'm going to stand there and defend this plot hole because, like, that's how it works here because it's not real. I think the complaint here is that it's inconsistent. And I can see where it's coming from. Is that, like, why would Captain America be sitting on that bench at the end? He wouldn't. He'd be in a new timeline. Right. He'd be in a total... He never would have returned there. Right. He would have been in a new timeline. The Sorcerer Supreme even says that. I think the theory that can be made there is that he does come back to that timeline line just earlier because they say he missed his like jump point yeah i mean there's a lot of ways you could work around it i you know and and bucky really does seem to know what's going on there yeah like he's 100 percent because he even says i'm gonna miss you it's like he 100 percent knows that cap isn't coming back yeah why would he and you can make two arguments there one just being that well you can make three arguments there the first one being that they they had a conversation about it the second being that like oh he just knows they're that good of friends even though they barely see each other ever right like we've seen bucky barnes's basically whole life right like he was awake for a lot of that 70 years they've met like thrice (laughs) right uh, and the third one being that that and and this is where I think it sort of breaks down, but I think it's the most satisfying answer. The third being that some point in his life, Bucky has met Cap again, like right. old Cap. Right. But that breaks the time travel because nothing change, nothing could change. You can't change right. the past, which I thought was a bonkers way around that. They're like, no, 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 you can't change the past. Everything will be totally cool. Go and punch your old self in the face. And and Cap does. Which is, I and I enjoyed that. That was so much better for this movie than the like, gotta be stealthy, gotta be sneaky, can't let my old self see me. Yeah. They like they walk and talk to them. Yeah. Cap, Cap literally beats the crap out of his old self. Yeah. Well, because his old self is like, I found Loki. I could do <laughs> and this you all can day. Tell in that moment, Steve Rogers is just like, God, I sucked. <laughs> 
that was a very gratifying moment to me as a person that doesn't love Steve very much. He he has grown a lot in the past yeah. five years or seven years since 2012. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It will be gratuitous smashing. Oh my god, this movie is so good. Can we it's talk so about that good. for a second? Can we talk about that for a second? Just the fact that this doesn't suck. That it doesn't suck. It's that you such come out a of it and you're like you come out of it and you're like, this movie was good. You know what other movie was good? Thor the Dark World. <laughs> yeah, Guardians. <laughs> Never of the thought Galaxy I'd be leaving this theater too. saying that. Yeah. <laughs> Thor the Dark Yeah, had more a lot, Natalie Portman a lot more thing. Dark World tie-in than I would have ever thought. <laughs> right. I, w- I was <laughs> under the impression that for the most part, they were just gonna pretend it didn't happen well i think they kind of ran into that when they were making this one they're like crap we used that awful movie to introduce an infinity stone i don't think that they really had that problem i think if if the flex that the russos wanted to make was we need one infinity stone so that thanos doesn't have all six then if like if they were like all we need is the time stone so that he can't get it right it's like we're gonna send 12 people back in time to to talk to, to the, sorcerer the sorcerer supreme. supreme yeah like right that's the whole movie <laughs> Which I did love the fact they sent Hulk back to get that, and he didn't have to fight her. Yeah, she would have wrecked him. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. Um, I also love that she just knew, and she was like, yeah, you're about five years too early. Yeah, Stephen Strange ain't here yet, bud. <laughs> yeah, and then he, he just like, well, Doctor Strange gave the stone away, and she's like, ah, oh, crap. Oh, boy. He's supposed to be the best of us. No, not for once. Not for once was she like, oh, maybe Stephen Strange isn't the best of us. Maybe Stephen Strange is wrong. She was just like... Got to give this random dude the stone. Right. She never even met Stephen Strange. She's like, hey, he has my whole faith. Well, I mean, she looks forward in time all the time. She says it in Doctor Strange that she spends like every day in that moment when she dies. Right, but she can't see past the moment where she dies, so she doesn't know what happens. Right. Um. Oh man, and and and, and Doctor Strange. I mean, with just just I mean, barely in this movie at all. I don't. Does he even say anything? Yeah, he has one line. What does he say? Oh yeah, if I told you, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. And then he tells him, holds up the finger. Yeah. Then, as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, Tony here it is, Jesus stones. Christ. Tony takes the Infinity Stones and says, "I am Iron Man." Yeah. Oh man, I'm tearing up just yep. thinking of. Tony's last words. Which I thought was sort of a, it was sort of a weird way to play it because he has like another interaction with two of his favorite people in the world where he just doesn't say anything. I don't think he can. But yeah. Like you got to remember that like Hulk, the unkillable Hulk only has one usable arm now. It's true. That that Infinity Gauntlet really did a number on him. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, Tony died. Oh God. And Peter calls him Tony. Yeah. He doesn't say Mr. Stark. He says Tony. Oh God. Oh, you're going to make me cry. 7.45 7.45 in the morning, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> oh, but God, did I love it's it. It's so well done. God, it just... And we could sit here and, 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 and I don't want to, but we could sit here and, and pick it apart, poke holes in it, but like, there's no reason to. This isn't there's, like, here's, this isn't a dissatisfying ending to this thing. It's not like, oh, I was looking for something better. I was looking for something else. Here's, yeah, there's a few points I have to make on that, where it's like, I've seen some negative reviews and things of people being like, it's not how I would have done it. And like, let me tell you something real quick, uh, fan reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes. That's not how you would have done it because you are not paid millions of dollars to write epic and amazing stories. If you could have done it better, you would have. Right, like this because is- Because you would have worked your whole life to get to that This is moment. the most complex and complicated movie ever made. You're taking storylines from 20-something different movies. Like 22? Is this- Okay, I don't know. I think, that- I think this is 23. This is 23, okay. But yeah, you're taking storylines from that many movies from like- from 
from Thor The Dark World, movies that came out years ago. Right. And on a character that has been retconned. Yeah. And still making it make sense. Right. And you're giving us, like, time with Frigga and time with characters that we absolutely loved that have died. Yeah, that are, that are or have gone. Or like, move. Uh, Natalie Portman is in this. That was extremely cool. Yeah, for, like, half a second. She doesn't even say anything. Yeah, because I think it was just stock footage. I don't think it was. Because she was at the premiere. I think she she showed up and got in costume. Huh. Interesting. I don't think Natalie Portman went to the theater and was... I mean, of course she knew. There's no way, like, she went to the... She went to the theater like, I'm in this. I Whoa, okay. <laughs> Look at that. Hi, lawyer. I think they're setting uh, us up. Can I get a lawsuit, please? Thank you. Okay, can I get a cease and desist, please? Yep. Would love to get paid for this one. <laughs> but I think... Uh, I hope, moving forward, that Jane Foster comes back. I think Natalie Portman would make a very cool superhero, uh, and I think she's got the acting chops to be Thor. She is Thor, right? And there's some... Yeah, Jane Foster yeah. inherits Mjolnir and uh, becomes Thor. I do love the fact that Mjolnir's back yeah. in our timeline. I felt like... <laughs> I felt that, like, Taika Waititi was like, I'm gonna retcon everything about this character. And the Russo brothers were like, we're gonna give him his eye and his hammer. What the hell, man? Um, <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I don't think any of that matters, like... No. Um, I'm going to give him his hair back. <laughs> I don't think that'll stay. No. God, I, I hope so it either. doesn't stay. I I liked the beard. I don't. I like the beard when he was the short fighting. Hair with a beard? What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the braided beard. Yeah, but that would look cool with the undercut. Yeah. It doesn't look cool with, like, matted dreadlock Thor. I don't know. Thor with dreads would be pretty sweet. Uh, yeah, I, I just, I don't love, I don't love fat Thor. No. I don't love it. I, I, I agree with you. It was not my favorite thing. It's just, it's, it I was think... too much. It was the closest this movie got to, like, okay, you're going, you're trying too hard with this. Right. I, I feel 100% the same way. Um. <laughs> I wanted him to get struck by lightning and be ripped again. I guess there are people out there who are like, I wish we had chubby superheroes. Yeah. You know, I... we can see Black Panther on screen and we can see Carol Danvers on screen, but. Well, I mean, that's, no that's the thing. Heroes. You're talking about, talk about representation now. Right. Every everybody Why? everybody now like you know and this is understandable. It's like you want to see a superhero that looks like you. So I I don't know. I don't think that that'll that'll maintain. I think the next time you see Thor, he'll be ripped again. I I hope so. Um, ripped Thor is like the best. Yeah. I just I mostly want not drunk Thor. I, yeah. I thought the uh, like not bumbling big Lebowski around. Though, yeah. Thor. I thought the Big Lebowski was a weird pull. Yeah. I was I was surprised there wasn't a comment about a rug. Anywhere. I was just wondering like how many people seeing this movie are getting this core fans. The people that the first, you know, 15 films were made for, like white dudes have seen The Big Lebowski. Maybe. I haven't. I mean, I get it. I got it. I wasn't like, who's the dude? I like, I okay, I'm with it. But like, I'll exit you. Yeah? Yeah. Sorry to hear that. That's all you good. want some listener questions? Yeah, let's or do you go have for any? it. Cool. Let me pull up Twitter. A lot of you who have direct messaged me on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, not Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, wrote me like books uh, to answer, which is fine. I love reading your thoughts. I love that you're sharing them with me, uh, but I will not read your whole question on here. Sorry. I got no DMs about this. Really? Yeah. I did. <coughs> I did, after we got home, sit with Discord for a couple hours. Yeah, as did I. Um, and then I had to go to sleep because I had to work on Friday like a normal human. Yeah, I went to bed at like 3 a.m. I was just decompressing. I did have to go home. I drank a beer. I sat on my couch and I just like cried for a few minutes. See, I'm just not sad. Like, I just don't I'm not I sad, but it. it's just like, it, it, it was this whole, it was just like emotional overload. I, so many people talk about like, being super sad about it. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, it wasn't sad at any point. I've seen it twice now. It just wasn't sad. It's so like, it's so triumphant. It's so positive. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're happy tears. Happy that it wasn't bad. Uh, happy that we got two satisfying send-offs. Happy that like Tony and Peter hugged in the middle of the battle that pepper was in the suit 
that you know, like all of these just happy and triumph that the cap yields Wolf Mjolnir. I mean, I'm not talking about They're you. All just though. happy moments. Oh, well, these these are the moments that I was happy crying about. No, I'm talking about people that are talking about how sad this movie is. I don't find it sad at all. But I guess I was probably just prepared for it. I, like I've been I've been preparing myself for Tony Stark biting it for a year now. Yeah, it's just emotional overload. That's that's what it was. I don't. Know, I didn't feel overloaded. Uh, I mean, in a good way. Like I'm I'm happy I had this experience. Uh, what are your thoughts on Professor Hulk? What about him? Were you like this is a weird way to introduce this, or were you like I'm on board. Let's keep rolling. And I liked it. I thought it was cool. I felt like my first reaction was like, this isn't like Banner or Hulk. But then the more I watched, I was like, this is where Banner and Hulk meet. Yeah. Well, it's like you can, you could clearly see, because that, that, whole sequence is designed to show you know how everybody's been coping with the five years right like steve's trying to go out and help people tony's only worried about his family which i mean he got off a lot easier than pretty much everybody else yeah pepper survives pepper survives well, he loses peter right but he keeps his wife and daughter right i thought i think we talked about this was that tony was gonna have a daughter we're gonna pan to some time in the future and he's gonna have to choose between his daughter and peter parker and everyone else for that matter right and uh he was just like nope we're not going to do that. We're just going to bring them back now. Yep. We are going to bring them back now. And we're not going to worry about what happened for the last five years, which I thought was was sort of interesting because that implied yeah, that there, I mean, have, there have been like no negative consequences of people going. Well, and Cap, for a second, there's a moment where Cap's like, I saw a pod of whales. O2, or, uh, you know, he's talking about like greenhouse gases are down and everything's honestly better. And Natasha's like, shut up. It is not better. I'm going to beat you in the head with a peanut butter sandwich. Right. It is not better. I thought that was interesting. I, I could have imagined a future where like somebody was sympathetic to Thanos in the in the MCU, where it's like at the end, you have to fight Captain America and Thanos. <laughs> but I think America standing for mass genocide probably wouldn't have been. Good. Yeah, no, not not a good idea. Not a not a good move. Oh. Yeah, bad look, bad look. But no, so yeah, you see how everybody's been coping. Like Natasha coped by not quitting her job. Steve coped by trying to help people through it. Tony coped by you know focusing on his family, learning to be a dad, and then Hulk fo- focused on trying to fix Hulk. Yeah, and he was like. Everybody lost half of everything. I'm still two people, but I've only ever been half of anything. Right. So he's trying to be one thing. So I, I thought it made sense. I loved his character. I I think that going forward, it's a strong character to have. Yeah, um, I agree. And if you introduce the X-Men, you've got an interesting dynamic with like Hulk and Beast. Yeah. They're like super smart. You're really sticking on that. You're really sticking on that what? introduce the X-Men thing. I just don't think we're going to get away from it. Well, they're going to have to do something <laughs> because uh, we can't have conflicting Quicksilvers. The Quicksilver died. Right. But he was- I think all you do he is- was say struck canonically like the the, the currently the the x-men timeline has a different quicksilver i don't think we're gonna merge with the current x-men timeline i think the current x-men timeline gets scrapped and yeah ye, new... ye who last week was sitting there going i could see it like hugh jackman being wolverine in endgame like i would be surprised if hugh jackman showed up as wolverine i, I still wouldn't have been hugh jack hugh jackman's wolverine gets to do things none of the other x-men get to do mm, there have been I two had a timelines of x-men i would have had a problem <laughs> there with have that. been two timelines of x-men and he has been in both of them i'd have had a problem with that uh, anyway listener questions was how do you listener, feel about Professor Hulk a listener question? Yeah. Okay. Yes, it was. Um, we talked about the Captain Marvel question. Do you think Loki will make a reappearance? Loki's not dead. Loki's not dead, yeah. He's at least getting Loki a TV died. show. Right. And you can't, I mean, you and, can't have a Thor movie without Loki. Right. He'll show up. Yeah. He, he's not gone. Don't worry about it. He's fine. Yeah. I half expected, legitimately, I didn't, at first I didn't catch that he was talking about Valkyrie at the end when Thor's like, people already have a king. I half expected just a hard cut of Loki sitting on some like throne made of kegs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah no tom hiddleston's not going anywhere 
That dude. That this is what that dude is too good of a character. Yeah, like it and is. We've had it is too good. It is one of the strongest characters, especially to kill him for no reason at the beginning of the last movie. Right. No way. He's and then gone. we get like the time travel thing. And if Gamora, but people have been asking questions: Is Gamora back? Yes. No, she gone. No. Yeah. Does she get dusted? Yeah. I did Everything not know that, that came through. With Thanos is gone. Okay. Well, then there is... I don't know. There's a way to get Gamora back. Uh, yeah. Gamora and Natasha, not gone. Natasha's no, gone. No, she's not. You don't think I, so? I've, I've been making bets left and right on this. No way. Because there's no way we stuck on that. Hulk's gonna... That's... I, it, I wouldn't be surprised if we got another Hulk movie about that. About going and getting Natasha? Yeah, because Hulk's got nothing. I don't know. Hulk's got nothing to do now. I mean, like, you can bring back Liv Tyler. I don't think they're going to. It, like, they keep bringing back Ross. I don't see why not. I just don't think they're going to. I, I don't think they will either, but, uh, yeah. Um, no, there's gonna, there's gonna, Hulk's gonna get her back. I, I have no, I have no qualms about saying that. Do you think the Black Widow's getting a movie, right? That was the thing? Yeah. You think that's still happening? It's a prequel. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was always gonna be a prequel. Uh, I don't think Gamora's gone. No, but like new timeline Gamora is not back like 2014 Gamora is not just in 2020 whatever now right now would you like to see I know we talked about Jane Foster as Thor would you like to see Valkyrie as Thor or do you think Valkyrie on her own is cool enough uh I it's gonna be an unpopular opinion I don't think Valkyrie on her own is cool enough. Really? I really like her, but I don't, like, I couldn't see a Valkyrie movie. You couldn't see, like, uh, the Valkyries, the film? I might be able to, but I, could, I couldn't see just a Tessa Thompson as the lead in a solo superhero movie. Which is what a lot of people are calling for right now. I could definitely see Tessa Thompson as a lead in a solo superhero movie. I don't know if it would be about the Valkyrie, uh, but like... Well, she doesn't have another character. I, I get that. But like, if they were like, uh, Wonder Woman has been recast as Tessa Thompson, I'd be like, I'm in. Sign me no, up. Obviously not what I'm talking about. Right. Obviously. O-B-V-I-O-S-L-Y. Not what I'm talking about. I have no idea it's if I spelled that right or not. Obviously. You, you missed a U. Whatever. I'm an I-N-D-E-P-E-N-T-E-N-T-E-N-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-T-
And then he looks over and sees Ned, and he's like, oh, I have a friend. Right. But I'm, And we know, well, we know that if the trailers aren't lying to us, that all of the people that he was in school with are there. Right. And I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if there was one moment where one of the characters is like, I'm 22. Right. The rest of you are... Right. Like, I, I did five years without you guys. Right. Like, I'm Zendaya. I'm 22 years old. <laughs> yeah, I became a pop star while y'all were dead. Um, That's what I think is going to happen. I am excited for Far From Home. I do think it comes out way too soon. I will still be seeing Endgame over and over again in theaters by the time Far From Home I don't think you out. will. I don't think you will. I don't know. It's so good. Yeah, but that's three months from now. I know. It, it feels too soon. It feels disrespectful gonna, to Tony Stark's it's, memory. It's going to bomb. Yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to have the same problem Ant-Man always has. Yeah, where it comes out the same day as The Fault in Our Stars. No, where it comes out after the Avengers movie and doesn't make any money. Hey, you know what? I really love Spider-Man, so I'll see it. I do too. I just feel like they could have put it out in like... October. Right. With no problems. Right. I don't think they wanted... Well, I guess it's... Especially since there's nothing with a release date after it. Well, like Frozen, Star Wars. In the MCU, Tyler. Oh, yeah. We don't even know... Like, they said this is... They're going to take a break. How long of a break do you think that's going to be? Like, obviously, Far From Home comes out. But then... As far as I know, there's nothing else filmed. I can't imagine. Everybody's been busy. Yeah, there's not another, like, minute of film. Who's next, do you think? I'm really hoping for another Doctor Strange film. I hope Benedict Cumberbatch isn't like... I think at the next... I'm a real deal actor. Well, so the only confirmed ones are Black Widow, Black Panther, and and Guardians. Right. Um, So I have no idea. I would imagine... I mean, Guardians has a script. And a director. Well, yeah, so does Black Panther. That's true. Like, they're not going to fire Ryan Coogler. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Hey, Ryan. Hey, only a billion? Come on, buddy. Yeah, seriously, dude. (laughs) Get your act together. Next time, let's... Blade was really good, okay? It goes goes wild, man. They're just like, hey, Ryan, uh, let's get some white people. Come on. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you just got those guys from Lord of the Rings. What's that about? You're like, uh, Kevin, Kevin. Kev. That ain't it, Chief. That's not it, buddy. Nope. We could even kill off those white guys. I'm serious. I know that you are literally the Chief, but, like, that is not it. Yeah, yeah, so not going to fire right Google. But, like, there's, like, pictures of the Guardians of the Galaxy script. So I would imagine that's ready to roll, if not already roll. I would imagine that's ready to go pretty much any day. And, like, yes, Chris Pratt is a busy guy, and Chris Hemsworth is a busy guy, but they're busy because of these things. Yeah. Like, all other projects you have going, except for maybe Jurassic Park are not as important as this. I mean, Jimmy Stewart used to be in like 17 movies a year. Who's Jimmy Stewart? The the guy from uh, like It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, really oh, old actor. Old, old. But he was, he yeah, was like the, the movies. No, for sure. I'm just saying like, like Hollywood has a history of being able to figure it out. Right. Like he was. Your scheduling conflict is bad, but there are seven Guardians. He was so the lead actor <laughs> in. Oh, God. Can you imagine trying to get her to schedule on par with this? What? With all with 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 everybody that was in this movie? I think I think here's what happened is Marvel approached everyone who was like, I don't know, man. I don't know. And they were like, uh, no, we're freaking Marvel. Right. Okay. They're the ones that got snapped then. Congratulations. Yeah, you're available. Um. I hate to do this to you. You want to go film Sherlock for BBC? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, because that's a big conflict. Those come out every, like, five years. Right. <laughs> We've gotten 12 episodes in a decade. It's very weird to me because for the next three months, I'm going to have to go to bed at midnight if I go to every 9 o'clock showing. Stop going at 9 o'clock. <laughs> I mean, even if I go to an 8 o'clock showing, I'm going to be going to bed late. They're showing a shockingly small amount of previews before this movie. At least at my theaters. Well, we we go to an AMC, and they are notorious for, like, we're going to show you every preview there is. Yeah. But I think I wouldn't be surprised, and I have no idea how this works in the theater industry. So, like, if I'm talking about this in a way that's like, nope, Tyler, that's not how that works. But I honestly think that it would be so expensive to put your theater, your preview before this movie that some people were just like, you know what? I don't even care. Just, like, 
Because I saw, so I saw it last night. I saw it last night at a different AMC. Uh, I went to the Salem one instead of the Tanglewood one. And um, I saw different trailers. Really? Yeah. There were like, there were some of the same ones, but there was, there was different. Like I saw a Hobbs and Shaw trailer. I'm excited about that. I am too. Uh, But yeah, I thought that was wild. I was like, this is is not the same trailers as I saw last night. Interesting. Weird flex AMC. Weird, uh, weird movie you got going there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, shockingly small amount of previews. Like, I, I saw an 8 o'clock showing last night. I left the theater at, like, 11, 11. Oh, wow. That is quick. Yeah. Granted, I didn't stay for the whole credits this time. You didn't want to hear the, the post-credits noise? Uh, no. I can I can watch that on YouTube. I also just have Iron Man on me at all times. Right, yeah. Well, this is my this is my Blu-ray copy of Iron Man. Well, I, have, I have the d- digital copy. No, no, I keep a disc. <laughs> you keep a disc with you. I got it on it. I keep a mini disc. Yeah, I, I was going to say, I got it in hit clips. <laughs> like, <laughs> hundreds of them. <laughs> You know what's crazy? Uh, Iron Man was such a good movie. Was that crazy? No, it was great. I mean, it was crazy in 2008. It was like, holy crap. There have been two sweet superhero movies this year. Right. That's never happened, ever. Yeah. I mean, if the MCU truly takes a break, this is going to be a weird couple years. Yeah, we're going to... Because Star Wars, I imagine, is going to take a break as well. Yeah, they're done. Right. Yeah, they're, they're... we got to wait for another trilogy. Yeah, they're done after this. And I don't know about any Star Wars story movies. I do know Jon Favreau's Mandalorian series is coming, yeah, and I'll watch that. But that's supposed to be a, a Ryan Johnson, like, Old Republic saga, but... Eventually. Eventually, yeah. God knows when that's going to be. And that's not like... I mean, that's Star Wars, but it's not like Star Wars. It's not like Han and Luke and Leia. Right. It's not the... Like, everybody's like, oh, Star Wars ending is just a Skywalker saga. I'm like, yeah, I get it. Okay? I'm not... I'm not... idiot like i i am i'm familiar enough with the concept to say this sentence out loud like i get that it's just the skywalker saga ending but i don't really feel like every time being like oh man i'm really sad that star wars colon the skywalker saga is ending right it's the star wars that matters to everybody right like I understand ye super geek do not realize that of the billion dollars worth of this movie that sold, the super geeks made up less than a hundred million dollars of it. Right. And like y'all decided not to see Solo. I saw Solo. Y'all decided not to see Solo. I saw Solo. I love Solo. Get me out of that theater. Yeah. So like we're not getting any more Star Wars story movies and it's your fault. It's like I don't want to hear it. Right. We don't get Kenobi because of you. Yeah. You and McGregor even said he'd do it. Nah, you'd have to recast it. Well, yeah, it wouldn't make any sense. Yeah. He's old. Yeah. But we're not here to talk about Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. That'll be in eight months. Diciembre. Yeah. Eight months. Uh, That's a long time. That's an an aggressive amount of time to see a trailer trailer before every movie. I honestly thought the trailer came out late. I felt like, why don't we have a Star Wars trailer yet in like February? I mean, I have. I don't even know. I have controversial trailer opinions. We've made this clear. That's true. I think that you get. If you're you're an MCU movie or you're Star Wars, you get 30 days. If they only got 30 days, Endgame maybe being the exception, if they only got 30 days, this wouldn't have done $305 million. I just don't see that. I know you don't because you were part of the the 10%, the super fans that are going to go anyway. Right, but like 30 days is plenty of time. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what always happens unless it's a movie that I sincerely care about like this. I see a trailer six months ahead of time and I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's cool. I want to see that movie. Then that movie comes in theaters, gets out of theaters, and I'm like, hey, when's that that movie coming out? Whatever happened to that uh, one movie? Where'd that one go? A Wrinkle in Time. Where'd that one go? I don't know. It came came and went. Because, yeah. Well, the problem, but the perspective I have and the reason that, like, trailers 
I dislike trailers because I, I enjoy watching them. I don't even know how I feel about it, about like, I know things about the movie going into it. Uh, I read the back cover of books before I read them. But the thing with me is like, if it's a movie that I'm going to see anyway, then I just like interacting with it and getting excited about it. I love the hype. I live for the hype. Uh, but if it's a movie that I'm like lukewarm on, then no trailer is going to convince me otherwise. If a Rotten Tomatoes score isn't positive, I won't see it. Right. Like if, if somebody's made a convincing argument why I shouldn't see it, I, I don't, I'm not going to waste my time on it. Right. Like <laughs> if it comes out later and it on, on home release, then people are like, okay, seriously, you should watch this movie. It's pretty good. I'd be like, all right, cool. I got nothing going on. Right. Do I have to, do I have to, I I have to get dressed, leave my house, interact with a human? But if you've got a romantic comedy that scores above a 90%, solid chance I'll see your movie. Otherwise I'm just not going to go. Right. It's like, I gotta, I gotta put time in my schedule this year for three Marvel movies, a Star Wars movie, like 2018, 2019's busy. It is. I, busy. I don't have time for, uh, oh, what did I actually see a trailer for last night that looked hilarious? Um, that new uh seth rogan movie long shot that comes out next week is it not out yet no comes out next week oh i think that's what it said no i thought i thought somebody said they already saw it i thought i thought somebody I in thought america so as well um but it's got a release date of next week interesting um so i don't know that to me just looks like knocked up 10 years later i, I think it looks funny um, and i'm not i'm not the world's the, biggest like seth rogan fan right and like i say that as though i didn't think knocked up was hilarious i didn't think knocked up was hilarious what it had swing by savage in it <laughs> okay cool that makes it immediately good that song is the key to success in cinematic. I'm gonna start <laughs> start editing in that into, art form. Start editing that into like movie battles. Cinema score gives Avengers Endgame an A plus. Uh, DMs, Ethan. I've got DMs. Yeah, give me some DMs. Slide into my DMs. Uh, that is that is a, a statement me. for Tyler, not ye listener, who has already messaged me about me not liking Valkyrie. I like Valkyrie. We'll talk. What do I think about the fact that movies come out earlier in other countries sometimes? I don't feel like we've ever talked about this. I've never cared until this week. You know why? Until because I live week. in America and we always have it first. Right. Um. And and I cared more about spoilers with this than any other movie ever. The Force Awakens. Yeah, I cared more than I did with Force Awakens. But like that was the only other. You could have told to me. Mind where I'm like, you could have told me a Force Awakens spoiler, and I I. Unless you said the main thing that happens, like the big one, I would not even have known what you were talking about. That's true. Yeah. Unless you were like, because I knew Han Solo was back and I knew like Chewbacca was going to be in it. And like, yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a clue. No, nothing. I didn't see a trailer, Tyler. I know. That's amazing. I did not see a single trailer for The Force Awakens. I had no idea. It's really good. I During the Super Bowl, I shut my eyes and covered my ears. Anyway. Um, my thoughts on movies coming out at different times in other countries. To me, I, I don't know what the reason is that this happens, but I will just, like, in my mind, I'm just like, well, I guess that's how they had to do it, and that's that. They did it this I time so they could break all the records. Right. Like, it needs to be out in China first because we need the, the billion dollars that are going right. to come from China. Right. Um. So, yeah, I mean... Because I'm, the... Yeah. But I, I don't know enough to care. I've never cared before, and with most movies that, like, with most movies that I care about, we're not the ones getting it late. Most movies don't have spoilers, right? Like, if you have an original story, like, if you came up to me and were like, in Frozen, Hans is the bad guy. It's like, okay, but the whole fun of the movie... Like, I rewatched Frozen, and I know, and I still enjoy it. You completely cut out there. I was saying... Like most movies don't have spoiler moments. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, like, and, and the example I gave was like, if you were to approach me before the movie started and were like, "Hey, in Frozen, Hans is the bad guy," I probably would have figured it out immediately when the movie started. Anyway, well, a yeah, Hans is obviously the bad guy. You could tell right. immediately. <laughs> Two, it's like if you came out to me like, before Frozen happened, you're like, "Hans is the bad guy." I'd have been like, "Who? Who's Hans? Who's Hans?" <laughs> right. What's an what's but an yeah, Elsa? Like as soon as that as soon as that movie starts, it's like, oh yeah, this guy just immediately fell in love with this princess who's obviously naive and knows nothing about life. Wonder why? Right. 
<laughs> yeah, it's like, what are you gonna, what are you gonna spoil? Right. Or like, if you know, I, the other one that comes to mind is like Ralph breaks the internet. If you were like, there's gonna be this really cool scene where there's like a bunch of Ralphs and they turn into a big Ralph. Like, that's probably gonna be pretty cool to watch. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. Even if you come to me now and you spoil Frozen Two, it's like I'm not gonna care. I mean, don't you know, don't go out of out of your way to spoil movies for me. Yeah, don't. But, but like. Yeah, if you spoiled Frozen 2 for me right now, if you were like, see, I can't even, I can't even parse together what I think is going to happen in Frozen 2. Right. If you were like, uh, it's eternally autumn and everybody takes good pictures for the rest of time. Like, oh man, what a I mean, there, weird direction There are to go things that, that would shock me about Frozen if it was like, actually, at the end of Frozen 2, Anna turns into the bad guy and kills Elsa. I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I have to see how this Hold goes on. down. Hold on. What did you just say with your own mouth? Are you sure about right, that? Right. But I think, honestly, based on the trailer review that Jonathan and Ben did, I think they've probably got it right, that there's yeah. going to be ice giants. Yeah. And that's that's the spoiler. Oh, 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 oh. They're all Disney properties. That's where Loki comes back. Duh. Got it. Loki's the bad guy in Frozen 2. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised with that either. I don't think it would be Tom Hiddleston, but I wouldn't be surprised if some Norse characters show No, up. no, no. It's it's Tom Hiddleston in the green jacket with like, the with the like horn live helmet. action? No, no, no. Animated. <laughs> Oh, okay. Animated. He got stuck. That's where he went after he died. He got stuck in the like the animation di- dimension. Tom Hiddleston's a Disney princess now. <laughs> gotcha. I'm with that. I'm totally with Tom Hiddleston Disney princess. And this is the other thing is like for the rest of the year, with the exception of Frozen 2, there's no movies you can spoil for me. Like I know what happens in Aladdin. I know what happens in The Lion King. Well, I, I don't know what happens in The Rise of Skywalker. Well, yeah, I mean, other than that. Oh, yeah. But like nobody can, nobody can spoil, nobody's going to be able to spoil The Rise of Skywalker for me. Right. And But like, of course, when the movies come out that first weekend, I'm still going to be cautious about talking about like what did you think of the hyena scene you know like you kind of want to talk about it behind closed doors but most movies don't have spoiler moments is what i'm saying right yeah most movies it's like oh there was this really cool scene it's like what are you gonna do describe it they're still gonna watch it it's still gonna be cooler when they watch it now there are exceptions there you know twist movies the village you know other there's just people in costumes bruce willis was dead the whole time yeah you know like but a movie that has like a spoiler ending to me, is a good movie. I love a good twist. Yeah, if you could pull it off, yeah. Um, do we this have more spoilers? Do we have more listener questions? A few comments here and there. Okay. A lot of people just come out of the theater. Uh, I, I want to know your thoughts. Can't wait to hear your thoughts. Which, by the way, when you say something like that, my heart literally sinks. Yeah, this was a very good. Wait, sinks. Sings. Sings. I was like, sings. Yeah, sings with a G. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was like, my heart sinks. I feel inferior. No, I love it. That's this has been a great couple days for me because like we have established ourselves as the people in most people's lives that talk about Marvel movies. Most of our listeners, yeah, no, because we've been people's we've been doing this for a long time. This is how we started this show. This is where we started the show with the beginning of MCU, and so now we got a bunch of people that have been messaging us and being like, "Hey, I can't I can't wait to hear what you have to think about this movie." People like staying up to talk to us on Discord after we got out, and I just people saying like, "I stayed up just to talk to you." About right? Yeah, this. they're they're back and forth. They're in our Discord channel, just like, "When are the boys gonna get?" here and i'm just sitting there like yeah. little old me you want to know what we have to say you know it's crazy this this is actually uh i know that i, I don't know how you could get more emotional because to me this is this is where bacon and eggs started but it also going to the theater we went to was where like it's where we saw transformers i think in the same room uh and no 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 we saw transformers in the one next door it was the it was the this is because it's the stadium theater that explodes all the time yeah there's, it's there's the one two stadiums right there's four there's one, two on each side. Okay. Um, we sat, we sat on a floor. Yeah, we sat on. A, I, I saw it two two days in a row in a in a theater theater. Yeah, on like a on like a no lift. Yeah, but uh, no, we saw Transformers in. I guess I think it's number five. It's immediately to the left side. 
Um, anyway, yeah. this is where we saw Transformers, and then like we walked out and we talked about it, and we walked past the Barnes and Noble where like the history of our film discussions started, and it was just, like to me it was this like amazing surreal full full circle moment where it was like if I stop talking about movies today, I will have had a well, good it's, run it, and I will be satisfied. Yeah, that and it's it's also the theater we saw Iron Man in. It is the theater we saw Iron yeah. Man in, and I don't know, I just. Everything about it was just this like I love the MCU so much. I I tweeted about how like you know we read Star we read Harry Potter. We were born into a world where Star Wars existed, but like the MCU came and went for and like maybe this is a little bit of privilege, but those like first ten movies at least were made for white men in their late teens and early twenties, which is exactly what I was. Right, right, yeah. I mean, we saw yeah we saw Iron Man. I'm probably it, I mean I don't think we saw it at midnight, but I think we saw it like the day it came out. Yeah. I'm sure we did. Um, but yeah, so... Because I remember it, seeing Iron Man and being like, this was yeah. really good. I was obviously late to the party on, on Star Wars. I was late to the book party on Harry Potter by a couple years. It's like, I saw this from the Genesis. And I'll tell you, it is a yeah. relief to have, even if it continues on in, in different movies after this, it is a relief to have a a back cover to the book, to at right. least the first book. Like the the Infinity just, Saga. Yeah, is done. It's just closed. It's shut. You can't change it. You can't mess it up. You can't do anything to it. It's done and and will they probably probably there's gonna be there's a lot of tv shows coming a lot of tv shows coming there's a black widow prequel like the will there be things added to the infinity saga almost definitely right but like but i there can are sit there... my child down and say this is iron man and we're gonna watch every single one one a night until we get through endgame yeah for the next month right we're gonna have so much fun yeah that is a it's done man it's 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 absolutely bonkers that it's done it's been 11 years and granted like i said if they tried to make 22 star wars movies in 11 years we would be so fed up yeah you'd be so be like, oh my god so bored of, of star wars i don't care about kylo ren anymore <laughs> right it's like that's the thing is you have to have so many different solo adventures you have to have so many characters that are all tied together you know not not loosely but definitely not like you know you don't get every avenger in every movie right and this was something that i i thought was interesting because we we talked about on Thursday, um, the episode that came out on Thursday, that like to see Infinity War, you need Phase 3 and Avengers, Avengers 2, and Civil War. I guess Civil War is part of Phase 3. Right? Yeah. To see Endgame, you need all of them. Sort of. I mean, you don't have to. You need Thor the Dark World basically thrown in there, which like... Whew. Can you imagine being like, okay, welcome to Marvel. Yeah, Day I guess, one, Avengers. Day two, Thor the Dark World. <laughs> I guess, yeah, you're right. Like, if, if those time travel scenes would be pretty confusing if you hadn't seen all the movies that, that they literally went into. I guess that's right. Right. You need Guardians 1. You need Thor 2. You need other stuff. Yeah. That is... Yeah, that is without point. Guardians 1, you would be so lost. <laughs> Who is Star-Lord? Yeah. Who is Nebula? <laughs> Who are these people? <laughs> because those aren't like... Just pop culture enough. I mean, they are now. But if you if you weren't paying attention to the MCU, you'd be like, Chris Pratt's famous because he was in Parks and Rec and then Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah. He's he's Owen Grady or whatever. Right. He's famous enough without this. He's he's the Lego movie guy. He's yeah. Emmett. Rex, danger vest. <laughs> I saw my first in the wild instance of someone using the GIFs from Lego Movie 2 of the Velociraptors. Yeah. I saw it and I was like, oh, there it is. There They're it is. here. Finally. They're, back. They're real. I guess that means it's on home video now. Yeah, must be. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't remember what happened in that movie at all. Uh, I know that they I spent... I know Maya a, Rudolph... They spent a lot of time under a dryer. <laughs> yeah. I know Maya Rudolph's in it, and uh, Will Ferrell's voice is in it. That's it. Yep, that is it. Um, so what did, what did so what, what did you love most about Avengers Endgame? When I lay my eyes down to sleep, I see Captain America catching Mjolnir. 
That was a pretty great moment. I, was like, I also, I love, like, Tony, obviously, the end of his saga is amazing. Um, let me let me run down some some favorite moments just as they come to me. Tony meeting his dad. Yeah. Cap saying Hail Hydra. That whole elevator sequence. Yeah. Uh, Cap and Mjolnir. Tony getting the stones. Thor chopping off Thanos' head. Uh, Korg being back at all. Playing Fortnite. Playing Fortnite. Korg playing which, Fortnite. <laughs> which, honestly, like, that was such a moment for us. It was like, oh my god, it's in the movie. <laughs> this movie is for us. <laughs> right. They listen to the show. Fortnite. God. Yeah, no, I mean, the best, uh, for me, the yeah, the best scene, not scene, but the best sequence of the whole movie is is from the moment Cap catches Mjolnir right up until the point where everybody comes back. And he says, Avengers assemble. Yeah. I saw, I, I want to know your thoughts on this. I, I'm flipping to a negative part. Uh, Richard Brody makes a point in his review that while we are trying, while Marvel is clearly trying to make strides in inclusion and diversity in their films, the only army that fights for the Avengers and is basically just can and fodder is an army of black people well yeah i mean you, you could definitely make that point but like again this is why i come back to like t'challa not being that great of a superhero because he's the only one that needs an army i think he just has an army i think yeah any, no like, other nation would have a, an army that but like nobody else needs one captain america doesn't need an army t'challa didn't need an army clearly he does or he wouldn't have one well, maybe because he's oh a gosh, wet blanket a bad king no he's a great king there's only one character i can't remember the name of in uh black panther the dude from get out mbaku no no uh, mbaku's the dude from us what? Wakabi. Wakabi. Yeah, if Wakabi wasn't so seduced by Killmonger, he wouldn't need an army. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I get what Richard Brody's saying. I, I for sure do. But it's like, I, I think that it's it's better to have an army of black people than not have a bunch of black people. Right. I also don't think fighting in a war for humanity is in any way dishonorable. I also don't think that that went into the equation ever. They were like, we've got an army. We're going to use an arm. Like what? We've got, yeah, we've got Wakanda's army. We're not going to use the United States right. army because they'll try to kill the Hulk again. We don't need to to introduce a different army. Right. Oh, that would have been I, wild. I think it would have if like Thunderbolt Ross rode out on a tank. <laughs> right. <laughs> That would have been wild, but it also would have been like, who? who? Like, I get, I remember this guy from the last movie for like a line, but we have two Wakandan army movies. Yeah, that would have been bonkers. Um, but no, that, that whole scene where, you know, when, when Sam's like, on your left, and all the portals start opening. I was just like, oh my god, there they come. That was a huge moment for me. Tony and Peter hugging is everything. Yeah, and it was like, it was very, very overdramatic. Very like, this is, this is, we're making posters here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Director of photography got every say in this. Yeah, they like, they walk out three at a time, just like get into battle stance, like Falcon flies out after everybody. And then like you see, yeah. you see Star-Lord fly in and it's just like, it's so like, you're, you're just, you're begging for that screen cap right there. Yeah. But and I'm, I'm but all it was great. Yeah. When, it. when, when Peter flies in, takes the mask off and just like looks off into the distance. I'm just like, my boy, he's back. Peter Parker. He's not Peter dead Parker. no more. No. I like that we didn't see anybody get undusted. Yeah, I want to know what that looks like. Oh, that was frustrating. I, I want to know what that looks like. I, I was I was satisfied not seeing it. I just wanted to see it. I felt it. like there was no way to do it that, that would have looked good. Probably. What did you think? Here's a, here's a favorite moment of mine we haven't talked about much. Now, honestly, a whole character we haven't talked about much. Uh, Hawkeye's tragedy at the beginning. Oh, he loses, the, loses his whole family? Loses the whole family. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. They did it so well too. Yeah. Where he's like, he's looking at the sons and the wife and turns around, the daughter's gone, turns back around, the whole family's gone. Oh, 
God. Sends him into a murderous, I'm going to kill gang members rampage. Yeah. I'm just going to, I'm going to become Batman, basically. I'm going to beat up yeah. genuine criminals. Yeah. So, um, apparently the character, no. that character that he becomes is listed as Ronan. Yeah. That's the character's name. You can't, you can't do that. It doesn't work like that. I like, I'm with you. You can't do a character's name Ronan. Right. We already have a character named Ronan who I thought would make an appearance here and doesn't. Yeah, they I talk about it was a, a ship. Weird flex that he showed up in Captain Marvel, and I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess he'll have a small part in uh, Endgame." And then they go back in time, and I thought we would see like Ronan and Loki and Thanos all talking to each other about Infinity Stones. Nope. Nope, because there's three of them right there. Yeah, no, that'd be too easy. Well, I know, but I just thought maybe like the council with those three and the Chitauri leader would like meet up because we'd seen that before. Not with uh, both of them at the same time, but we'd seen Ronan talk to Thanos and we'd seen Loki talk to Thanos. Yeah, I think you just... We saw Loki talk to the I think you're just asking for too much at that point. Like, that's the thing is like, there's there's other things that they could do and we could sit here all day and be like, well, they could have done this. They could have put this in there. But like, I really didn't want a six hour long movie. No, yeah, I agree. I think it is exactly the right length. I do think it is wild that this is the first movie, and I said this in Discord, I think, but this is the first movie, first Marvel movie in a hot minute that hasn't had, like, a major pacing issue. You think other ones have a pacing issue? Yeah, all of them. We've talked about it every time. Really? Yeah, we've said pacing issue pretty much in every episode. It was like Captain Marvel was, like, eight minutes long. That's not a pacing issue. Yeah, it that's is. A, that's a pacing, pacing success. No, no, no. We talked about the fact that scenes were rushed. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're definitely rushed scenes in that movie. But, like, oh, this but is a so three-hour long movie that I didn't feel like it dragged at any point. Like, there was no, yeah. there was no point where I was like there I mean there was there was one or two scenes that probably went on a little bit longer than they needed to um I thought Thor and Korg and Meek went on for a little long I did notice that not as much as the uh, the selfie picture moment. No. And then right at the end, the whole Thor and Peter arguing about who's the captain, I thought went on too long. Yeah, I agree. But it's with like you it's like I was like you know, you could shave 20 seconds here and there, but like it really doesn't matter. Right. And those are moments of like it being it taking a while as part of the joke. Right. Like there may have been I don't know, a whole minute of unnecessary scenes, but that's, that is nothing compared to most movies. Now, what did you think about the fact that Hawkeye finally got a solo film and then at the end of it, like Thanos and Iron Man show up? I was not, I've, I've never been, I've never been super duper sold on Hawkeye until this movie. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, he did great. Um, love the haircut. Big fan. Big, Big fan. fan. Big fan of that. Big fan of Carol's pixie cut. Yeah, that's what she looks like in the comics. Yeah, <laughs> just just like because even even in Captain Marvel, I'm like, there's just no way this girl would just have this like beautiful, luxurious blonde hair. It would get in the way. Like right, like it's impractical. Yeah, she would be way more practical than this. She would put it up in a ponytail at least. Right. Like I did think that didn't, especially with Veers, I didn't think that matched. But I do, I do like it, right. and I like that they brought straight attention do it rocket was like what are you gonna get another haircut yeah i think rocket was still perfect i'm every time i watch a rocket raccoon scene i'm like that's really bradley cooper that's so wild it just doesn't it doesn't sound anything like him no he's so talented if you had told me like oh that's joe pesci i'd have been like yeah that makes sense oh yeah put joe pesci everybody knows joe pesci voices rocket raccoon he's funny funny like a clown But no, Bradley Cooper, man, wild. He's so good. Um, Groot's back. Groot's back. Groot. A lot of people, I've heard a lot of complaint, not complaints, but everybody, everybody that I've talked about this movie has pretty much had this statement where like, oh, I didn't think it had enough X character. It didn't have enough of anybody that wasn't an original Avenger. No, it had, Let it had, right it had now. the perfect amount of everyone. Well, yeah, like, but you, if you were like, uh, I'm watching this movie because I want to see more Black Panther, like you're watching the wrong movie. But yeah, but you're looking at it wrong. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm 
entertaining. Like, like this, this, this is, is about this is a Tony movie Stark. for people that love all of the movies. Right. You have to like every character. Right. It's like if you want to watch more Black Panther, go watch Black Panther. It's not going anywhere. Like they're not going to just suddenly yeah. be like, oh, uh, Black Panther's going in the vault. Also, if. <laughs> Like, if you can wait until Disney Plus, then do. But if you're like, I want Black Panther and I don't want it off Netflix, then, like, giving Ryan Coogler and Black Panther and telling Disney that you like that movie by giving them your money so that you can own it right. is only going to get you more Black Panther. Right. Like, vote with your dollar. Vote with your dollar. That's becoming much more of a theme. The, the more we dive into these movies, the more I look at how they perform and the more I think about, like, how movies get made, the more, like, the voting with your dollar thing becomes important. Yeah. Like, like, like if you genuinely love a character and love a movie buy the toy buy the film pay for your tickets oh as soon as i find out that there is an iron man infinity gauntlet available at walmart uh, my 26 year old butt will be driving myself down to walmart to buy a toy right like yeah I would, here's what i would like to do here's what i would like to do i would like to own all the pops that i i want from this movie but i would also like to give away all the pops that i want from this movie and there are pops that i know and i would, Pops I know will exist that don't yet exist. And, and can't. Also, if you want to, if you, and, and I hear, I hear you already, people being like, this wasn't a Hawkeye movie. So far, there are three released Hawkeye pops from this movie. Really? Three. Yeah, you got Hawkeye uh, with the mohawk without the quantum suit, Hawkeye with the mohawk with the quantum suit, and uh, Hawkeye as Ronan. Mm, you know what I want? This is I want a complaint. Captain America holding Mjolnir pop. Yeah. I want that in as many colors as they make it, and I will give away. Yeah, I will take one. I will for take every one that one I of buy. those in full color, and then seven or six in Infinity Stone colors, like the Thanoses. I think you'll get Iron Man in the Infinity Infinity Stone colors. But What'd you say? I think Iron Man will be the one that comes in Infinity Stone colors. I'll take those two. I'll take Tony with the gauntlet in Infinity Stone colors. Yeah, like these. The, the yeah. The, the Thanos ones. You have them in boxes? Yeah. I don't know what to do with them. There's there's six of them. I'm about to... I've started collecting the gold pops. I have two of those. Dear listener. Because when I graduated from college, uh, there's a collection of... Oh, you have Loki and Thor? Yeah. Those are my next two gold pops on my list. Um, Thor Thor, what used gra- to be the bobbliest pop I had. Anyway, here's my story. When I graduated from college, I got all these office supplies from my mother-in-law, whom I love. Praise Kathy. Um, and they were gold. Like, I have gold scissors and a gold stapler and, uh, like, wooden filing things that have gold accents on them and now i have a desk at work that i can put things on so i want all the gold i want everything gold i just want all the pops because i, I also want dear all the listener pops. there are marvel pop dear, if you're ever like i wish i could send something to p.o box 3025 that ethan and tyler would genuinely like if you send pops we will like them here's the deal i don't i don't love asking for things from the listeners okay and i'm not going to here i just want to let you know that a lot of pops are available as add-on items yeah they are they're super which means expensive. that you can get pops delivered amazon primed to us two pops for like $10. Right. And it, I promise you it will make, if you're ever thinking of like, I can't really donate to Patreon, but like I would love to show these guys that I love their show. Just send us some pops. I will open the pop on the vlog and bobble the heck out of its head probably until it falls off. Have any of them fallen off? Nope, not yet. Those things are strong. Yeah, I think these are good glue. They're not even glued on. What? How is the spring attached? It's just like wound around. Oh. The top spring is like in some like locking piece of the plastic and then the bottom spring just like grips onto the neck. I've taken a good hard look at the in- innards of a pop in my time bobbling these pops. Also, I, I've said this before and it didn't work. I have seven Thanos pops, okay? I have seven Thanos pops. If you want to send us more, send them to Tyler. If you want to send some Thanos pops, send them to Tyler. I 
love you for sending me Thanos pops, but I do not need more. Okay, I already have six that I don't know what. There's one on my desk. This one right here, Infinity Stone Thanos. Uh, and the rest are in boxes because there's six of them and I don't know what to do with them. And I don't have a set like the Super Carlin Brothers. You have a spot behind you with a world map that I feel like you could just put a shelf there instead of a world map. And Probably, now but like I'm not going to live here forever. That's true. Um, but that it, was a... it only takes a few minutes to set up a shelf. <laughs> that was a wild thing. Uh, when I, because I, I had just bought the, when I was helping the Super Carlin Brothers move, I had just bought the and gotten the, the six Thanos pops, the Infinity Stone ones. And I was talking mm -hmm. to, to Ben and Jay about it. And <laughs> Jonathan was just like, oh man, we should get some of those for the new set. And Ben had been quiet while we were talking about it and just goes, yeah, they'll be here Tuesday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just like, we may have a set there pretty soon. Didn't ask. He was just like, Boop. Nope. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, semi-pops, do not send me more Thanos pops. And I know, I get it. I'm just going to get 11 Thanos pops in the P.O. box now. It's fine. Well, I would want all the different Thanos pops. I, like, There's not that many. If there, Well, there's probably more now. There's going to be Thanos with the two-bladed sword, and there's going to be Thanos. Yeah, there's Thanos his... with, the, with the helmet and the sword. Yeah, I, I would just want all the different ones. And then if we get any duplicates, currently we have a duplicate Korg. We have, there's three Korgs between the two of us. Um, The duplicate will probably sign and deliver at some point. What'd you say? We won't sign the pop itself. We'll sign the box. Huh? The We have a Korg. Yeah. We have an extra Korg that we we have not given away yet. Oh, we should give a Korg away. I, I, that's what I'm saying. At some point, we will give it well, away. Well, I, I can't hear you. You're breaking up every four seconds gotcha i'm sorry i don't mean to be doing that no no, no it's fine it's just I'm, I'm missing some parts of your sentence that are critical to me understanding the gist of said sentence right right um i know I, here's the thing Ethan. we could talk about end game and we will until we die uh but we're getting to the wrap-up portion of the show we are we are but the conversation is not over if you want to no. continue to talk end game with tyler and ethan you can join our facebook group for free and just like ask a question we'll answer it i wasn't answering your dms before because i wanted to talk about them on the show but now i'll just type a response to your end game question yo what did what did uh what did mary clay watts say about this we went we went through a lot of her questions did, uh, oh wait, there's it's, were, it's were hers very, there? okay i wasn't sure if they uh, any of them made it i can I can pull them up. Because she I mean, might have been more excited for this movie than anybody I know. I don't think you realize how, how excited I was. I don't know. Did you tweet a gif of Charlie from uh, Charlie from It's Always Sunny slamming a whiteboard yelling Carol for every day for like two months? She missed some days. She missed some days. Okay. Uh, so she was she she talked about Carol Danvers being like not as included as she wanted her to be. Yeah, I feel, uh, I feel like a lot of a lot of gals out there probably felt that way. Yeah, but they got a redemption scene. For sure. For sure. But like the the problem the problem with Carol Danvers is she is just overpowered. Oh, here's here's a quick Like one. she could have just flown uh, through Thanos' chest and ended the whole thing. Right. But like that doesn't always work. You gotta you gotta go for the head. Um here's the question. Why Sam Wilson, you know, why why would he pass the gauntlet onto him? Not the gauntlet, that's probably the wrong word. Why would he pass the shield onto him instead of Bucky or at all? You know, Sam's just a person and uh because uh, that's how it happens. I think, right, because that's how it happens. I think my, my like, miss for Captain America's supporting characters probably comes from my lukewarm feelings towards the Winter Soldier film. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, no, like, it, it's it's pretty much just as simple as, as like, there's no there's no reason to next. derive that much from the comic. That, like, there's right. there's a person that Steve passes that, you know, Stanley wrote it like this. Well, this happened pretty recently. I don't think Stanley was writing. I'm going to beat you in the head with a peanut butter sandwich if you keep disparaging Stanley <laughs> like that. Great Stanley cameo. Great cameo. Loved it. Yeah. Great final one. Um, oh, so sad. Yep. Yeah. So sad. Um, will, will be missed. Truly gave us just a an absolutely remarkable thing here. Yeah. Uh, last comment from her, she says, the funeral is 10 times sadder if you watch it as if they're all attending Stan Lee's funeral. Um, yeah, I'm sure it is. I, I've, Iron Man has been such a big part of my life for the past 11 years. It was sad enough. Yeah. The, the, 
like when when Pepper puts the the proof that Tony Stark had a heart thing, flows it out across the river. I was just like, man, that's it's real. That's tough. Yeah, when the light went out, God. Yeah, when the light went out, that's that was hard. That was a hard moment. Yeah, but it had to happen, man. It was it was it was his time. Yeah, it was. And we got our first gay moment. Like. Like, this is a gay moment. Yeah. Talk about that. I thought that was exciting. Did we talk about no. that? No. Talk about that. Oh, I just thought that was exciting. I, I can I can already see people saying it wasn't enough. Like, I'm with you. <laughs> but it's a step in the right direction. For sure. For sure. Um, I think that we're not far from, and I don't know who it'll be, but I think we're not far from a uh, LGBTQ superhero. Right. It, it will happen. I wouldn't be surprised if, if Carol Danvers comes out. No. Yeah, there's enough, like, Brie Larson tweets about it regularly enough that I think it's a possibility. Right. Brie Larson and Tessa Thompson yeah. being like, hey, uh, can we hook up yet? Can, can our characters be the queens of asgard yeah what if it get what if it came out and they were just like well we're dating so like that would be neat right we've been defending planets together because we're in love um so let's yeah let's let's wrap this piece up man i i we didn't i mean obviously we didn't do this movie justice on this episode because like it's a three-hour movie and we recorded for two hours normally it's the other way around we're talking about an hour and a half movie for two hours but right uh this time it's a three-hour movie that we didn't even if we went through it one minute per minute we couldn't do it right um so we obviously didn't do this movie justice. I would love to hear your thoughts, listener. I mean, shoot us a DM, shoot me a DM, shoot Tyler a DM, join our Discord, join our Facebook, get get out of us somehow. Let's let's talk about this movie because this is this is the good tea, and I've got I'm sure I've got more thoughts. If and, and if you just want to prompt me on them, I will gladly give them to you. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and like I'm sure there's a moment in the film that you were like, I wish they would have said something about that. Like literally, just yeah, ask hit me up. I'll tell I, you I, my yeah. thoughts on it. I've seen it twice. I'm seeing it again at noon. Um, oh, I'm jealous. So three three times in like 36 hours. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh, what's our breakfast food here, or did we do the ranking first? Um, yeah. What's our breakfast food here? This is the best breakfast you've ever had. So what is that? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't even know. Uh, this this is breakfast on Christmas morning. Yeah. Like homemade bread. And, and fresh squeezed orange juice and butter and sausage and bacon and eggs everything this is this is the tea i don't know if you said something before that because your skype broke up a little bit but all i heard was fresh squeeze orange juice and butter and i was like <laughs> okay <laughs> sure you don't put butter in your orange juice sure man whatever you say buddy you get a pass on brushing your teeth Christmas morning. That's from Tyler. You can tell your mom I said that. Oh, God. Orange juice and butter. Ugh. That's the new... Better than toothpaste. <laughs> that's the new juice. toothpaste. <laughs> toothpaste and orange juice. Not on this segment because nothing is leaving a bad taste in my mouth right now. Yeah, no. There's no toothpaste and orange juice this week. All I've done for the past 24 hours is watch Endgame. And that there's nothing better. There's nothing... Be- I guess the only toothpaste and orange juice is people who are like, yeah, Captain Marvel sucked. Yeah. I'm, I'm with try that. Try to justify with that. it. Yeah. All right. Um, well, let's put it on the yeah, big board. This is then. the best breakfast you've ever had. This is the best movie. Okay. I'm with that. Yeah. Screw you, Jurassic Park. Hey, now. I don't feel no, like that's I, a necessary I mean, I, way to approach this. <laughs> no. I. Not only is this the best, Jurassic Park is worse than Venom. No. Uh, no. This is just the best movie. Like, there, there's. You're not going to find a movie I like more than this. Um. It's definitely. It's definitely. This is the first time in a long time that you can make a contender for best superhero movie ever. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the best final chapter ever yeah for sure and i hear you guys already again my dm just the sound of dm slamming into my phone being like but return of the king return of the king won all those oscars it's like that's that's great good job return of the king this is gonna win no oscars no yeah there are there are like acting flubs and there are bad shots and there are i mean for the most part there's not but like Compared to like the shape of water. Yeah. This is gonna this there is gonna are. win no Oscars. Maybe like I don't know. I hope I'm wrong. I hope it wins Oscars. I don't I don't think it will. But, uh, yeah, I don't even I, think it's good. It's not even gonna like, like follow up Black Panther because the score's a mess. Right. Um I mean um, it was good, but it was just like this is this is everybody's 
leitmotif crammed into one thing. Right. Um, uh, what's the other thing we do? Villain ranking? I think Thanos is perfect. He's, he's I would say Sidious quality. Huh? Sidious quality? I would say Thanos, yeah. I thought you said, I thought you were saying like city of quality. Yeah. Skype is really throwing me off here right now. I know. It's it's not um, liking what I'm doing either. I think the yeah. people in this house are waking up and using my bandwidth. Probably. Well, we're almost done. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess we are done. Yeah, that's everything. Because that's everything gotta, we do. Where to find us. I love this show. I love this movie. I do. I do love this movie. It is such a relief to A, have it out in the world and just to have it be good. It's such a relief to like not have to worry anymore about like, how are they going to end this? Is it going to suck? Right. Is it gonna, but is it gonna suck? It did not suck. I can I can see a future where people are like, Endgame sucked. Like Yeah, but that future that. is not now. Here's here's listen. I don't know how many listeners I have. I know I, there's at least two people that listen to this show that produce content on the internet that are going to influence the way people feel about this movie in the long term. It is so important that your videos about time travel and theories on this movie are positive. Yeah. You gotta do you not gotta... let the fight's not over yet. The Last Jedi happened to this. Do not let the Phantom Menace happen to this. It is extremely important that we maintain a positive narrative here because I can I can imagine a future where people are like, wait a minute, those plot holes, it was stupid. It's stupid. Okay. And you cynics, it's not stupid. I'm not here for it. It's not stupid. It's well thought out and it's good. It is indeed. It is very good. I'm very excited that it's done. That it's that it's real. It cannot be changed. It cannot be altered. They can't go back and be like, "Oh man," but like, actually, Cap put the gauntlet on. Right. And I don't think uh, we ran out of Pym particles, so ideally, there shouldn't be any more time travel. Right. We smashed the time turners. Right. Although I guess Hank Pym is alive. Prisoner of Azkaban. Yeah. But let's not forget that Prisoner of Azkaban is the best Harry Potter movie and book. It really uses the camera as a character. It's not the best book. Don't even start that crap. <laughs> it's not even close I to being the best, the best book. book. I think it's the best book. But that's that's personal opinion. Uh, that's uh, With Harry Potter, it's like, why would you even argue a best book? It's just a good series. <laughs> You're getting too into the minutiae with that. Anyway, Ethan, how do people find us? I uh, can find us all over the place at Bacon and Eggs Pod uh, on Twitter and Instagram or baconandeggs.media is our website or patreon.com slash baconandeggs if you want to join the Discord server. It's only $3 a month. You should really do it. We can talk about Endgame at length. Uh, I'm gonna go see Endgame again here in three hours with a bunch of people. Uh, very excited. From that Discord From server. From that Discord server, yeah. Bunch of people um, seeing it again with a full house of people that are just gonna be absolutely jazz. Uh, I cannot wait to see the reaction of that crowd when Cap picks up Mjolnir. Oh, I know. It's gonna be crazy. Um, you can find us all over the... F- uh, I hope these people aren't listening to this right now if they haven't seen that movie, but... <laughs> You can find us all over the place, uh, and uh, I'm on Twitter at, at Wow Now with the Ozers here. Is Tyler's on Twitter at America Carlin. If you want to shoot us a DM, talk about the movie, or you can shoot us a DM on Bacon and Eggs Pod, and we'll probably both respond uh, completely separately. Um, yeah. Anyway, it, that's how you get at us. Our music is by Andrew Scott Bell. You can find him on Twitter and Instagram at Andrew Scott Bell, and our graphics are as always by Vaishon Brandon, and he you can find him on Instagram at graphite.vmb. And you could go to carlinbrotherscoffee.com slash discount slash bacon and use promo code bacon at checkout for 10% off. Or if you've already done that, you can use promo code eggs for 10% off at checkout. If you need some more coffee, you freaking caffeine addict. We love you. We love you. Continue Please to keep buy buying coffee. coffee. I had a coffee this morning. I've had like three cups of coffee. I had one large cup of coffee. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, uh, it's good, good potting with you, man. Good, good doing this for the last couple of years. Very excited about what the future holds for this show. Uh, it's not like over, we're... by the way. Next week we're doing, <laughs> we're, we're back next week. Like this upcoming Thursday, there will be an episode of Bacon and Eggs. Yes. Uh, I don't think we're doing Pokemon the first movie because there's uh, apparently 
uh, more time than I thought between now and Detective Pikachu. There's what? There's more time oh, than Detective I thought. Pikachu's not next week. Yeah, it'll, that'll be the sixth, the episode for the sixteenth. So we'll do Pokemon okay. the first so movie we, on the ninth. We have gotten some requests for other movies. Um, we'll take a look around. We may do listener suggestions. I don't know if we're going to do a listener choice, though. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. Yeah. We'll figure it out between now and Thursday. Um. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. I think that's all we got here for today. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for seeing Endgame. Give it, see it again. Give it your dollar. Unless it's like six months from now and you're listening to this and it's already out of theaters. So still give it your dollar. Then buy it. Yeah. Buy it. Buy more copies of this than Titanic and Avatar. (laughs) I want this to win so badly. I cannot explain to you how much I want this to beat Titanic and Avatar. I think it will in two weeks. That seems aggressive. Yeah, they were out for a long time. Yeah, Avatar's like 2.7 billion or whatever. That's a lot yeah. of money. We'll see. Oh, I think. Anyway, yeah, I think Disney's just going to leave it in theaters until it beats it. Right. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, I think that's everything. This, this is just such a great movie. I love this so much. I'm so glad it happened. But anyway. Me too. I've been Ethan Edgehill. He's with Tyler Carlin. And until next time, Arriva Dirty. America's ass.